following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and our podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is when the wind is blustering from different directions, ways to stabilize your mortgage debt and taxes. Subscribe. You can get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with the show notes and pictures. You can do that at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, June 26, 2021, at 535-9732. That's 901-535-9732. How do you ride out a perfect storm? Well, it depends on which way the wind blows. Today, we're going to give you a glimpse of what some homeowners are doing to take advantage of a very unique market that gives us both spiking high home values and the lowest mortgage rates we've ever seen. Certified public accountant Keith Fulfer will be talking about some financial best practices that can give you that peaceful feeling of stability and a little tax advice, too, while we've got him in here. Back in the co-host here, again, we have certified public accountant Keith Fulfer, senior advisor with ProFi 2020. Keith, a lot of real estate folks know who you are, and you've given some great advice over the years on how to operate our finances so we don't have to pay as much to the Internal Revenue Service. Take a minute or so and introduce yourself and talk about what you do as a CPA for your clients. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Joe, and kind of welcome back to the to the chair. Yeah, I think you've had a little time off. That's great. I am a CPA. I work with individuals and small businesses, not just on taxes, but their overall financial health. Trying to help them manage all of those disparate pieces sometimes as they come together. Most times on the tax return, but not all the time. I tell you, you do a good job, and I've I've been involved with Memphis Investor Group. It's a nonprofit uh, educational uh, group here in Memphis, and uh, you've been a very integral part, a very very important resource for me and, and a whole lot of others. So I appreciate having you back in the real estate mortgage shop chair. But you know, listening to the financial news during the day, it sometimes reminds me of being out in a sailboat when the storms are approaching. You have to pay attention with one hand on the tiller and the other one ready to adjust that line, that sail, to ensure that you don't end up being blown into the drink. The Federal Reserve has been buying billions of dollars in mortgage-backed securities. Now, this committed action to buy these uh, mortgage-backed securities by the Fed has artificially been keeping our mortgage rates low. Now, the Fed has hinted that they may taper off on this activity sooner rather than later, which would put pressure on mortgage rates to move higher. No one knows when the winds will turn, though. Currently, rates are still hanging around the twos and the threes, generally speaking, of course, depending on a lot of factors. And uh, no matter which way the wind is blowing, most financial gurus out there tout in their publications and their podcasts that increasing your income and reducing your debt or both will will stabilize your infrastructure financially. Of course, you know, we always say on here, consult with your licensed financial advisors before making any financial decisions. 
But thanks to a perfect storm with the high rates and the low, uh, I mean, the high um, home values and the low rates at the same time, we now have an unprecedented opportunity to take advantage of this of these wins. Here are some of my savvy mortgage clients, and here's how they handle their boats in the financial windstorm. One of them is a reduced debt at a cheaper, stable, fixed interest rate. Um, this lady said, well, you know, when money's cheap, you might as well borrow it. <laughs> and uh, So Desi Danforth, that's not a real name, but Desi explored a couple of refinance options to reduce the interest rate she was paying on her mortgage and lower the interest cost on other debt she had by rolling the other debt into her mortgage. Now, this refinance scenario saved Desi several hundred dollars per month in overall debt that she committed to use to make extra payments to get rid of the rest of her debt, including her mortgage, sooner. Now, number two, here's another one. Buy a house, start building personal wealth. Byron's lease was about to expire on the apartment and his neighbors had already told him to get ready for a hefty rent increase. Not this time, Byron vowed. He got his real estate team of professionals together, got pre-approved for his mortgage to give him the terms he wanted. Um, You know, he had to go through some uh, multiple offers, still working with him. His realtor worked with him, and we put together some winning strategies, though, so that he could get his offer accepted and buy a house and start building his wealth instead of his landlord's. Number three, use a cash-out refinance to upgrade and modify the home. You know, we were already seeing, Keith, a big um, trend toward intergenerational bonding. That's where the, the children move in with the parents, parents move in with the children. And, uh, but it, it, was, it really kicked up during the pandemic last year. When people were taking, at that time, some of their aging parents out of assisted living in different places like that, it was just unbelievable how many people were using this opportunity of low rates and high values on their homes to do a cash-out refinance, use that fixed-rate, low-interest-rate money to completely redo their home, make it more um, uh, more comfortable for multiple family members to live there. So we've seen that. Otherwise, other people have just refinanced their home and totally reinvented their castle to make it what they wanted it to be. They thought that they'd have to wait 10 years or more to make it happen. They've made it happen. They're making it happen right now. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? And make your plan. Work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Call me. I'd love to hear your story and look at options 901 901- Four eight two zero three five four. My personal number nine zero one four eight two zero three five four. Or email me at jo at jogarner dot com. But Keith, as a CPA, you get to see up close and personal what works and what doesn't work when it comes to financial strategies and habits for real estate and business owners. Please share with our listeners some of your wisdom. Well. The- Excuse me. The first thing that comes to mind is you got to have a plan mm-hmm. on the front end. You just can't jump into it. whatever you're doing, buying real estate, buying anything. You just have to have a plan. And as you have said many times, make you know, your plan, make work your plan. plan, work your plan. <laughs> that's, a, that's right. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, another impression that I've had is uh, 
people are rethinking their lifestyle. So not only are they bringing maybe parents home or even kids are sticking around longer and you've got these intergenerational homes, but people are also working from home. And so you have right. home offices remodeling just went out the roof, right? In the last two years. Right. And not only that, but then you got vacation homes or retreat homes or even mm-hmm. just making your home more of a vacation kind of place. Uh-huh. And so rethinking your your lifestyle is also a good strategy. What do you really want to do? What do you want to accomplish? So that kind of goes to goals. I love the reduce the debt. Mm-hmm. All right. The, we just we know from experience too much debt. Uh creates too much chaos and you just can't do what you want to do with too much debt. So I'd reduce the debt. And I think the last thing I would say is you want to reduce your worry, reduce your worry about what's going on. I love your philosophy. (laughs) (laughs) So reduce the worry, you know, and it goes, you know, you and I were talking, Keith, and I was telling you when I was at union university in Jackson, that's where I graduated college. My business teacher, he said, you want to be a success in business, there are two things you need to do. Increase your income, reduce your debt. You know, he, he was big on emergency savings, which I know you're going to get into in this next segment. But, you know, when you got more income and less debt, you can build an emergency fund. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me, and I hope you will, at jogarner.com. We've got Keith Fulfer in the studio today, and Keith is a senior advisor, CPA, with Profi 2020, and we're talking about when the wind is blustering from different directions, ways to stabilize your mortgage debt and taxes, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Rob Drawn. And I'm Shelly Rothman of Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer Law Firm in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46 Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. Names are changed and minute details on stories shared on Real Estate Mortgage Shop to protect privacy. I am sailing. I am sailing. We're sailing today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We're talking about when the wind is blustering from different directions, ways to stabilize your mortgage debt and taxes. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Love to hear your story. You can call me directly after the show at 901 482 In the co-host chair, we have... Keith Fulver, he's a CPA, Certified Public Accountant, Senior Advisor with ProFi 2020, and we uh, we love having you around the table with us. Right now, we're going to take a moment and do something we like to do every now and then, and that is the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Twelve of his Memphis history lectures you can find by going to jimmyogle.com or Googling Jimmy, O-G-L-E, Pink Palace. Our 
Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big project, a smaller project, or you want to do the big one in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, Call us at 901-535-9732. That's 901-535-9732. And I believe, Keith Fulver, you have our trivia question and some hints. I do. Here's the question. I am in my 21st year of operation in downtown Memphis at a very important intersection. A couple of hints. When I opened in 2000, I had one major tenant. Now I have two. Second hint. I get to host numerous public events every year. And finally, my name comes from a very civic-minded business in Memphis. Who am I? All right. We've had that one just recently. We're giving it to you again. So give us a call at 901-535-9732. You know, Keith, you were... We're talking about how to stabilize our finances. We're talking about ways we have seen our clients do it. Uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned a good summary before we went to break. Let's keep talking about some things that you see, uh, good habits that we can uh, implement, things that we can do to keep our finances stable, no matter which way the wind blows. The first thing that comes to mind is that traditionally a CPA doing taxes is looking at historical things. Even financials is looking at historical things. Always looking backwards. And you go to the your tax person in March and April, and they do your taxes, and then you owe $20,000, and you go, oh, my God, why is that? <laughs> you know? And um, what you really want to be doing is looking forward, right. and you want financial advisors who are looking forward, Mm-hmm. not backwards. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to know some history. You have to know your numbers. You have to do all that, but you want to be looking forward. And so if your financial advisors, whether it's a, an actual financial advisor, a CFP who's doing your, helping you doing your planning and your CPA or something like that, they need to be looking with you at your current and future, not just the past. Right. That's the first thing that comes to mind. And that has to go back to what we said earlier. If you, fail to plan you plan to fail Mm -hmm. and so that's what planning is about is constantly looking forward knowing what's coming down the pike anticipating knowing those impacts there should really never be any surprises on your tax return right because you have most of your information throughout the year well you know you talk about separating your personal and business finances you know we're, we're on a real estate program but when you own real estate, you own a, you can think of it as a business. So let's talk about the importance of doing that. Well, I don't, I don't think it's if, or you can, I think it, you should right. own. And when you own real estate, you need to treat it like a business and you need to keep it separate. Mm-hmm. Some of that's for legal reasons, liability protections and stuff like uh-huh. that. But also it's for better accounting to know where you really are in your business, whether it's a, traditional small business or it's real estate you want to know exactly where you are and you you don't want to do that once a year you want to know pretty much you get up in the morning you want to check your bank account and with real estate it's a little different rent your rent income comes in once a month but your expenses are going out what's your cash flow where you are and all that sort of thing 
So that's a real important concept is to keep that separate from your business because from your personal side, mm-hmm. because things get mixed up, you know, and you don't know what you're paying for and, and what you're making and that sort of thing. So that's to me a big, a big thing. The, another real big point is what do you want to get out of your business? That, that could be profit, you know, money. Mm-hmm. You want to make 20000 or 50000 or $100,000 a year. You want to make sure you're paying yourself with real estate. You know, how much money do you want to make? Now, a lot of people get into real estate because of some long-term growth in real estate. And mm-hmm. so the actual cash flow month to month or year to year is not as important. But you still need to know where you're going. How is that real estate increasing in value what's mm-hmm. the rent what's the expenses how much money you're making are you really making money on that okay. mm-hmm. and so right now you know of course real estate values are really high and so if you've been in it a long time you, you've made some some good money right but if you get into it right now where is it going and that sort of thing it so. rents um especially we're, we're broadcasting out of memphis but i know this is happening in a lot of cities across the united states rents are going up at a rapid rate mm-hmm. You know, if you've got a fixed rate mortgage, that's the beauty, Keith, of a fixed rate mortgage is that principal and interest stays the same as long as you have the mortgage, but your rents are going up. Well, the difference between your cost and the rents going up is you're increasing profit. You're giving yourself a raise every single year. Exactly. But you got to know that and you got to know what's going on in your community. And that's why a professional advisor can help you with that. And it's not just a CPA, but it's all those other professionals, a good mortgage person, a good banker, all those people that can give you a feel for what's going on in your industry. In this Mm -hmm. case, in rental, what's happening with rents in Memphis? Are they going up? You know, is is the rental market hot? Is it cold? Where is it? All those kinds of Mm -hmm. questions. You don't want to find that out 12 Mm -hmm. months afterwards when you're doing your tax return. You want to know that on the front end. Another thing that, you know, and you're very familiar with real estate, and that's why I love having you on this program, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Uh, you know the ins and outs of how to save taxes and how to do these habits to make money in real estate as a CPA. Um, erase debts. You're big on erasing debts, coming up with a plan that you're constantly reducing your debt, which then in turn increase, increases your profit. A lot of people want to buy more houses, and, and they're always looking at um, – I've actually had – you know, tax return folks who say, um, you know, I don't want to put all my expenses on there because I need to raise my revenue because I'm trying to get more loans to buy more houses, that sort of thing. You know? <laughs> I've seen that. And it's, it's kind of it's kind of funny for to have someone say, don't put those expenses on there, um, <clears throat> which, by the way, is fine. The IRS doesn't care if you leave expenses off. They just want you to put <laughs> revenue on. But that debt has to be part of that overall plan of what you're making and can you can you handle it you don't want to get over leveraged meaning you simply have more debt than you can really handle mm-hmm. and you can grow too fast and and that's all again part of having those good advisors doing that plan be systematic and, and know what you want to accomplish rather than just say oh that's a good deal let me go out and get that deal right now usually a good deal is going to be there Mm-hmm. You know, there's very few good deals that are gone just tonight. Now, I know right right now, you know, trying to buy a house is hard because mm-hmm. a house goes up for sale and it's gone in 
what, 10 hours, 12 hours or something like that. <laughs> you need to make your plan, work your plan. And, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because right now we have learned a lot over in my team, my mortgage team, about how to strategy, how to use strategy and help our clients and give them a leg up. It's just amazing. Some just little tweaks that you can do that can help put you ahead to, to get your offer accepted. Which illustrates my point. You, you know all this before you even go oh, out exactly. and start looking and make those bids because your plan's already on paper right in mm-hmm. front of you. You know exactly what you're going to do. Now you're just going to go execute your plan. And that affects all areas of your financial and personal and business life. I know we've got about a minute before we have to go to Fox News, but I'm going to ask you this question. If you could tell me what is the top piece of advice you can give us as uh, um, to tell us what advantages we have owning real estate as far as taxes, avoiding, not av- not evading, but avoiding taxes. Well, you had two, two benefits. The, the big benefit is the growth in real estate, the long-term <laughs> growth in, in real estate which is just a pretty good bet in terms. We can depreciate it. And, and then you can depreciate, which means you're taking the expense now over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a paper, it's a paper depreciation is a paper expense. So but it, it reduces your taxes. It reduces your, tax your taxes. liability yes. today. Yes. It, mm-hmm. it reduces your income without costing you any cash really. Right. Yeah. Right. There's capital gain advantages, at least for now. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. What are those real quick? Oh, we got to go. <laughs> Tell you what, we're we'll going to go. To we're going to go to break. I'm going to be sharing some stuff. So will Keith. When we come back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we'll see you back in just a moment. I'm Mary Lou Novak from Home Helpers in Memphis and the Mid-South area. And you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Okay, sing it, Billy Holiday. Man, that was back in what the '30s or the '40s or something. Give me a sailboat in the moonlight. Well, today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about stuff that makes me love want to go out and sail, go sailing. When the wind is blustering from different directions, ways to stabilize your mortgage debt and your taxes. I'm Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours. And you can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also call me directly after the show at 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have Keith Fulver. And Keith is a uh, CPA. And Keith has a lot of experience with real estate. We've been um, we've been um, shoulder to shoulder over at Memphis Investor Group. Um, it's a nonprofit uh, nonprofit educational format there, and you have helped numerous people with their taxes and how to save taxes when they own real estate. Keith Fulver is the senior advisor with Profile Twenty Twenty. How do we contact you, Keith? Well, the best way is just give me a call. My cell nine zero one four five one nine eight eight two. All right. Well, you know, we're we're talking about ways to stabilize your mortgage debt and your taxes. We always say, please go to your financial advisor and um, uh, your licensed financial advisor. But today we're talking about ways that we've seen people make some decisions that we we've seen the the how when they've made the decision and we've we've had an opportunity to see how it's come out. So we're trying to share that wisdom with you. But you know, one of them is. 
we talked about earlier, increase your income, lower your debt. It reminds me of a, an, a quote I saw on the Internet. It said the simplest definition of a budget is telling your money where to go <laughs> and, uh, you know, keeping your mortgage payment low with room for other expenses to expand or contract with your life events. That's really key in having that emergency fund. A lot of your financial experts you hear on podcasts and publications, you know, they're they vary, but as far as the mortgage rules, we really we really um, want you to keep your house payment between twenty eight and thirty six percent. Now, your automated underwriting uh, software is going to let you go a whole lot higher than that. But you've got to be you've got to tell your money where to go. You're going to be the one that has to draw the line in the sand and says, then you say, this is how much I don't want my house payment to go over this a certain amount. Um, your house payment is defined as your principal and interest payment on the mortgage, whatever you have to pay in taxes and homeowner's insurance on that house, and any association fees, and maybe some private mortgage insurance in there on some loans there are. But you don't, um, you really don't want to, you, you don't want that house payment to go too high. All right, so your house ratio, the way we calculate it, if you're, an empl- you know, if you're an employee, you have a regular income, we're going to take that house payment that I just, told you what it is, divided into your gross income. That's how we come up with that ratio. Now, your debt ratio, again, our mortgage software will let you go a lot higher than what you may be comfortable. I've seen them accept stuff at 50 and 55% before. Your total debt ratio is that house payment with the principal and interest, taxes, insurance, private mortgage insurance, association fees, and all that, plus your car payment, your student loan payment, your credit minimum required payment on your credit card, all of that added together divided into your gross income. We really try to keep, you know, a lot of your gurus will say, try to keep that, you know, at 38% under 40. Again, mortgage software will prove you for a lot more than that. How do you see, how do I see mortgage clients using this perfect storm we talked about earlier today And how do we see them using that to stabilize their finances? Well, let me just say right now we're we're in an unprecedented financial situation where we've got spiking high uh, mortgage, I mean, uh, home values. And we've got uh, this the lowest mortgage rates we've ever seen. This is giving people a chance to really make some changes in their life, make some dreams happen that they could have, they might have had to wait another 15 years to do. When we come back from our trivia winner, I'm going to share some of that, but we've got our trivia winner, Bob. So glad to have you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. What is the answer to our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest? Joe, the two sports teams were the clue, and it's got to be AutoZone Park. All right. You've got it right on that, Bob. We appreciate you listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We congratulate you on winning Jimmy Ogle's Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And the Lawhans of Lawhan Landscape will be sending you, Bob, a $25 gift card. Thank you, Joe, and listen to you every week. Well, we appreciate you, and we're so glad you could join us today, Bob. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too now. All right. So question is... How do we take advantage of this situation with high home values, low mortgage rates? Well, earlier in the show, I mentioned Desi Danforth. That's not her real name. But when she called me up, she said, I got a plan. I'm going to work my plan. (laughs) She said, when money's cheap, you might as well borrow it to get rid of other debt. So that's exactly what Desi did. 
and we looked at a couple of different options with her, and she was a frugal and a frugal person, a good saver, and to stay on her budget with her increasingly expensive lifestyle, Desi depended on customer tips where, where she worked and an and employer bonuses, which were paid regularly, but they were never guaranteed. The tips, the bonus were never guaranteed. And one day the business hit a slump. Desi was still making money, but just not all those tips that made her budget work. She started pulling money gradually without really thinking about it out of her savings and then, you know, kept trying to find a better job or a better way to make some more money. But in order to give herself more time to do this, she had started using her credit card. Again, it was just a natural uh, a natural action to do that for her. Well, every day she kept working toward getting back to her normal income, but none of her plans were panning out. The house suddenly needed repairs, and Desi had to get like a $15,000 personal loan to fix that. And man, she was really starting to get uh, upside down. So Desi, on her, on her budget, so Desi explored a couple of refinance options. We reduced her mortgage rate, and we lowered the cost when she rolled in this personal loan. She went ahead and rolled it in, did a cash-out refinance. She said, Joe, I'm paying 12% or more on this personal loan. I got to get rid of it. So we rolled it into the mortgage and uh, saved her $200 on her mortgage payment and also got rid of that $200 payment on the personal loan. So she was saving about $400 a month. She committed, set it up ahead of time so that about 200 of that would go to prepay her mortgage and the other would go to get rid of some other debt. And, you know, Desi's on track. She's going to be fine. But she used the opportunity of having that extra equity in her house and having the low rate to really make this work. And as if she continues on this track, she'll have her mortgage paid off in about three years shorter than what she would have if she had never even refinanced it. And that's with rolling in the personal loans. I mean, way to go for her. Earlier talked about Byron, the guy who bought his house. You know, Keith, he wasn't getting any tax benefits from renting. And so when his neighbors were like, hey, Byron, you're gonna. You might as well get ready because your lease is coming up, and they've gone up on the rent tremendously on all of us. They're going to go up on you. He said, "Not this time." <laughs> he said, "I'm buying me a house." So uh, he he did that. We were able to um, get him on a strategy where he could become very competitive in his offer. Now it wasn't an overnight thing, as you talked about earlier. He had to make several offers. He had to be persistent to get what he wanted. But real quick, I know. I just wanted you to add some some things to Byron's story because what are some tax advantages that Byron now has as a homeowner uh, owning the home that he did not have when he rented? Well, your your interest and your property taxes can be deductible on mm-hmm. your itemized deductions if you itemize it. That benefit has gone away. Uh-huh. Actually, the the bigger benefit is the just like owning rental property is the appreciation in that mm-hmm. in that house because yes you're paying a mortgage loan but in essence you're paying yourself because you own that you own that property and it's appreciating mm-hmm. you can take care of it and you've got long-term growth there may be some you may be fortunate to get if you can itemize mm-hmm. to get some tax breaks um there but the bigger thing is you're paying yourself to own that property, you know, and you're not just putting more money. Now, of course, rental real estate, people are going to hate this, but you're not putting money into their pocket Uh by renting, you know? So that's, 
that's the um, the beauty of owning your own place. Every time Byron makes a house payment, the principal portion of his principal and interest goes to paying down his mortgage. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're seeing values continue to go up. He'll, like you said, appreciation. And when Byron gets ready to sell, let's say Byron um, gets ready to sell right now, our capital um the, the, the capital gains thing. We talk, talk about the advantage of selling a house. Well, personal residence, if you've lived in it, there's some rules. They're not really horrible rules, but you have to live in it 24 months out of the last 60 months and some things like that. But if you're single, you get a $250,000 exemption on the capital mm-hmm. gain. So that means if you paid two hundred grand for the house, you would have to sell it for more than four hundred and fifty before you have to pay any capital gains tax. Mm-hmm. You just rarely see that unless you're talking about big homes or you're living in. So I've, I've seen a couple of clients who were in California, mm-hmm. L.A. area. They've had their home for 30, 35 years and they, mm-hmm. they bought it for 200000 and now it's going for $2 million. You know, uh, They're going to pay a few. They're going to they're gonna pay some. But I, you know, personally, I wouldn't mind that. No. <laughs> I wouldn't mind paying taxes Good on Good problem to $1.8 million, right? So, um, but in general, most people do not pay any taxes on the sale of their residence. Right. And well, that's that, and the other thing is I've had people come in and say, Joe, you know, I was reluctant to buy a house 20, 30 years ago, but I'm so glad I did because now, you know, I've got children and grandchildren and I have something to leave to them one day. And it's just a feel good. It really is a feel good to know that you've built something that you that will benefit not just you, but the people that you love. Uh, you know, and, and I know we're getting ready to go to break and we're going to come back in a few minutes and um, we're going to hear more from Keith Fulfer. And I've got another another little uh, idea to run past you. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Janelle Holloway with Ego Hollow Enterprises. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. wind will carry you and soon you will be free i love that oh for the, you guys out there who love to sail it's like flying isn't it i'm joe garner and i'm your host mortgage loan officer i'm host of real estate mortgage shop we're so glad to have you around our studio table today listening and uh, we're talking about when the wind is blustering from different directions ways to stabilize your mortgage debt and your taxes and in the studio with us we have cpa keith fulver and uh, Keith is the senior advisor with Profi 2020. He is also a very good person uh, to give good advice, tax advice, when you want to own real estate or you do own real estate. How do we contact you, Keith? 901-451-9882. All right. We're going to do something we like to do every week. The Real Estate Tip of the Week. And I believe, Keith, you have our Real Estate Tip of the Week. Well, in reflecting on your story with Desi and Byron, I see mm-hmm. two things. As professionals, sometimes we need to be an EMT. And Desi needed an EMT. She, That's right. She was having a crisis, right? Wow. But Byron was being proactive. Mm-hmm. And he said, I got to do things differently. 
this mm-hmm. is not going to work out for me long term. And so and then we're we're more like going to see your doctor for that checkup and saying, what do I need to do? What what can I do more to stay healthy? And most people, most of us call our financial advisor, be it a mortgage broker or, or a CPA or a financial advisor, whatever, when we're in crisis, right. EMT. We want to be more like Byron. Right. right? That's such we, a, now, we that's want to have a good EMT around, but we really want to be more like Byron. Be, be proactive. It goes back to mm-hmm. plan, think ahead. Work your plan. Plan your work. Yes. You know, yeah, oh, that's yeah. all. It's, that's that's right. what it's about. What a brilliant observation. Well, you know, I have a quick tip, too. We're talking about, you know, ways to stabilize your mortgage debt and your taxes. And, you know, the Franklins, that's not their real name, of course, but they're a great example of people who have seen the opportunity and jumped on it to realize, to modify their home. Now, the Franklins, in their case, they were bringing uh, a parent back in to live with them, and so they wanted that house to be modified so that everybody could live in their their enjoy their private spaces in the house, you know, uh, without being on top of each other. And they did a cash out refinance, refinanced their existing mortgage, lowered the rate on that, and pulled enough cash out to have that house modified uh, to make it more like a mother in law wing for their their parent moving in. And everybody be happy. You know, my mother used to say, the more bathrooms you have in the house, the happier your house. (laughs) There's a lot of truth in that, especially if you have multi-generations living under the same roof. But you mentioned something, too, earlier, Keith. You said, you know, the other thing, and I see this also, people are working from home now. And this is not a trend that's going to go away Uh, as people go back to work. There are going to be more and more of the workforce who are going to demand to be able to work remotely. And we've seen people call us and say, hey, we're renovating the house. We're going to change the end uh, bonus room down at the end of the house into an office or the upstairs or whatever it is. This is an opportunity. You know, and I'll tell you, I'm renovating my house. I thought that it was going to take me a few years to be able to afford to do some of the things with my house that I wanted to do to make it more of my castle, more of what I wanted as a castle and a place of repose. But because of these rates and the value in the house going up, Keith, personally, I'm doing what I'm seeing my clients do. And that's like, well, why are we going to wait three or four years? Let's do it now. So cash out refinance is an awesome opportunity right now with the high values and with um, the low rates. But I've got a couple of announcements i got to make. Talk Shop, um, they're one of our major sponsors of Real Estate Mortgage Shop, making this show available to you. Talk Shop is a business networking group that offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central, over at Concord Career College. That's at the Clark Tower, 5100 Poplar, first floor. And we're also on Zoom simultaneously. We use a fisheye uh, camera so that it's like you're all there in one room. So you can go to Talk Shop. That's talk, dot com. Click on events for that information. This Wednesday, coming up, we have the Mastermind Principle based on think, the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Come and join us virtually or in person. Talk Shop events are free thanks to supporters like Talk Shop's business coach, Tim Fleshner. Tim can help you organize the best strategy to build your business, maintain or build your profit. Connect with Tim at 
Thank you to Taylor Morse of Cartridge World of Collierville, saving you 30% or more on your printing cost. Taylor can help you get the best printer to suit your needs, too. So contact Taylor Morse at Cartridge World of Collierville, 901-853-3230. Brett Carter of Service Master of Cornerstone can help you clean up your home or office after a fire, flood, or biohazard. Don't go it alone. Call Brett Carter at Cornerstone, 901-624-9200. We want to remind you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop that you can subscribe. We'll send you our podcast, our blog post. You'll get some pictures and everything. You can do that at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Real quick quote from Jimmy Dean He said, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. Very good. That's got to love it. I would I would add one other thing. Yes. Uh, A a variation on your theme here. What's that? If you fail to plan. You plan to fail. Love it. Love it. Okay. Hey, I'm going to take that one, Keith. (laughs) I like that. You got a plan. You know, we're here to help you do that. Just call us. We'll be a sounding board. We can give you some observations. You know, Keith is a CPA and me as a loan officer. We've spent years being on the front the front row of what the decisions that people make and then being able to see how those decisions have played out in their lives. You know, we just real quick, listening to you talking about remodeling and stuff. Uh, remodeling for an office, there's some tax deductions there. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. you got to keep that in mind. If you're self-employed or you're working for yourself, you're doing some remodeling, there's mm-hmm. some things. Uh, mother-in-law suites, there are some medical uh, reasons for doing some remodeling. Mm-hmm. Then there are some benefits, even if it's for your mother-in-law or something like that. There are, there are benefits, but you got to figure all that out before you start so you do it correctly. Um, so those are two tax deductions on remodeling that can really help you out. How do we contact you, Keith, again? 901-451-9882. I know we're getting ready to go off the air, but another one is, and I've done this for years, I had done this, you can rent out part of your house, you know, like maybe the bonus room upstairs and all of that, and there's some tax advantages there as well. Absolutely. So good good advice on the front end, but you can do that. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We've loved hanging out with you this Saturday. And I'm Joe Garner. Connect with me at jogarner.com. And we'll see you guys back next Saturday.